Oh my God! Welcome back. Uh, it's been a while. I am Danny the Wine Man. I am uh, Hunter the Consumer. Back in action, Looney Tunes. And thank God. Welcome to what are you watching? You're all... We are tonight's entertainment. I'm not going to stop the wheel. I'm going to break the wheel. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Duh. Okay. Um, yep, today is Thursday, January 16th. We are finally back recording our seventh episode. Um, winter break happened. We had a lot of issues. We recorded one episode of a break, um, ran into some problems, but hey, it feels good to be back. Just for my problems for all you to know is that we recorded a full episode about an hour and 40 minutes and it just did not ever it did not ever work after that. So basically we just threw everything we had in the trash, which was, which was pretty painful. Yeah. I mean, yes, the audio did get messed up, but let's not let Hunter skip the fact that he recorded the audio through his computer, which is a touchscreen Dell. So that audio was a little painful. So I had my snowball, but it just wouldn't register the snowball microphone. It just kept using the the laptop. And every time I talked, even like this, it sounded like I was screaming. Yeah, but hey, we're we're past it, and here we are. We're on. We are, um, we are back. We are on uh, Discord now. Feeling like a gamer. Um, yeah, pretty, seriously. Pretty cool. Throw me on Twitch. Throw me yeah. on Twitch. Uh, we got a big show, big show lined up for today. After missing so much time, but um, first one of the new year. Happy twenty twenty to everybody. Happy New Year. Oh yeah, Happy New Year, everybody. Um, uh, Dan, so, what's yeah. your New Year's resolution? You know, putting me on the spot like that, I don't know. Maybe you know, maybe to make this podcast big. That's my New Year's resolution. Okay. To get famous from this podcast. Sure, sure. Mine's to get in shape. But yeah, you know what? I can. <laughs> I hear you. I feel like that's everyone's right. Like that's just right. in the back of my head. Yeah, I. Uh, Rachel texted me. Rachel texted me. She was, she went to the gym her first day back in school, and she goes, "All these New Year resolution bitches will be here for a week, and then they'll be gone." And sure enough, she's like, "Yep, the gym's totally empty now." Rachel is Hunter's girlfriend, by the way, and. Hunter might be one of those people that is now gone. So, yes, uh, no, no, no. I've been going. <laughs> all right. Um. So getting into it all. Uh. This episode was supposed to record a few days ago, but national championship game is Monday with um NFL playoffs happening the weekend. So sports wise, we had a great weekend of sports. Great weekend of football. Great, um, great two weekends of football. Sure, sure. Playoff playoff NFL football has been fantastic. This is, I think, the best NFL football playoffs that I've seen in the last couple of years. All upsets, everything. Oh, yeah. Must watch TV. It's fun seeing the mm-hmm. Titans do some damage. Yeah, well, fuck um, National fuck championship them. game. A uh, little disappointing. Clemson kind of got killed, but LSU was destined. Cool to see Joe Burrow win one um, from Athens. So it was cool. Yeah. It was good. It was Young cool boy. Yeah. Go Tigers. Yeah. Um, but honestly, very entertaining TV. For sure. For sure. Uh, no, I, I very much enjoyed it. Yeah. During that national championship game, we got the new Black Widow trailer, um, which is the start of Phase 4 for Marvel. So, big things ahead. This is the start of it. Um, Scarlett Johansson coming off two Golden Globe noms. Yes. Marriage Story and Jojo Rabbit. Yes. Um, so, she's kind of feeling good. 
um, Black Widow trailer dropped during the end of the game. And what were your thoughts on the, the new trailer start of Phase 4? Man, it looks clean. I am so excited to watch this. It looks action-packed. You get the Black Story or the Black Widow backstory we've been waiting for for I don't I guess since the it's first Avengers. time we were introduced. Yeah, yeah. Because Avengers, yeah. Cuz like they'd hit us with they'd hit you with little flashbacks, like a little 5-10 second thing like during the movies and now we're getting that action. So, yes. Bring it on. I love how our boy uh David Harbour's are there as yep. uh, what's his name From in that Stranger the red? Things. Yeah, the red, red something, red something. scare. He's fat. Yeah, that something. sounds right. But yeah. he's fat and has a beard. Yes, he's fat and he has a beard. Um, it's funny you say that. I was uh, deep in this Twitter Twitter conversation about how Marvel keeps glorifying fat people and making fat jokes at them because they had Thor and now they have this guy and all these people were like, "Oh, this is ridiculous! How can Disney do this? They're being so biased towards fat people and making them look so bad." And I'm just sitting there and I'm thinking that's kind of a little bit of rubbish, you know, makes for a good story. You got this guy coming out of retirement. He's like, let's kick some ass. And, you know, we had this KGB monster superhero, Russian Captain America, Cold War opposite of Captain America. Is that what you want a movie for that? No, I mean, that's what he is. He's he's the I mean, as as far as we know, it's the Russians you know, the whole Cold War, like they tried to create a super soldier serum too, I think. And that's okay. where we have okay. this. He might have been okay. part of like the Bucky Barnes thing. You know how they had all those super soldiers. Sure. So sure. just, you know, early, early uh, guess there. Yeah. I mean, you know, that, that fat thing is kind of ridiculous, right? Because we can have fat superheroes. If you're allowed to have girl superheroes and black superheroes, you know, everyone's a superhero. Fat people can be included too. I think I they're wrong? just blown it out of proportion. No, you're not wrong at all. Like Thor was fat. This guy's fat. Who who gives a shit? You know, who cares? Right. They can, you know, Lizzo's famous, right? So it's like, she's popular for being fat. Everyone makes fun of her on Twitter. It's ridiculous. No, she's popular for being a good singer. Don't be a pig. Come on. Some of the World War Three memes with her are ridiculous. <laughs> but she's, they drop her out of the plane and it's like, <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> yep. Uh, back in the new news, uh, Black Widow trailer though it's coming out May first, uh, twenty twenty. So bang it. Yep. Sign me up. Yep. Um, staying on Marvel, Morbius <coughs> in association with Marvel. Huh? What are you dying over there? Too many euros? No. Nah, Heartburn. I didn't have a euro. Just a little, just a little cough. Heartburn. Um. Yeah. Morbius trailer did come out with Jared Leto. Um, so that's going to be like partially connected to the Marvel universe somehow. Um, it's a Sony movie. You see Spider-Man in the trailer, like an old picture of Spider-Man. So it's like, I don't know what's going to, how that connection is going to be, but what were your thoughts on the trailer? Um, I loved it. I, this is the darkness that you like seeing in movies these days in these politically correct times. You're getting violence, like a little horror mix in there. Some kind of vampire demon guy, Jared Leto. Um, it also, you know, you get Michael Keaton at the end. I forget what his character's name was in Spider-Man Homecoming, but you know, another little connection. Oh, the Vulture? To the yeah. Yeah. The Vulture. Yes, you see him at the end of the trailer, correct? Yes. Barely. He's, he says, I forget what the Jared Leto's character's name is, but he says his name. He's like, doctor, whatever, you know, good to see you again. I'm like, oh shit. Dr. Mantis Toboggan? Yeah. Dr. Mantis Toboggan. Um, another tangent, you're speaking of Mantis Toboggan today in my sales class, we we're talking about sleazy salesmen. And so they're like, when you think of sleazy salesman, what do you say? I say, uh danny devito from matilda and then my buddy <laughs> asked me pulled up the picture from always sunny when he's got really long legs you know in, in that episode where uh they keep doing the 
fake flashbacks and he's sitting on the stool with like super long black legs. Yep, 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 yep. I was just, I don't know. That Danny DeVito. That is funny. Um, <laughs> Yeah, back to the trailer. Uh, I, I was personally, I don't know, I'm a little indifferent about it. I'm excited because I was talking to my friends about this. Now it's like, there are so many superhero movies now with like the new Harley Quinn movie even coming out, um, Birds of Prey and like Black Widow that like, they're not all going to follow the same path. And like Joker showed that, like that a superhero movie can be something completely different, um, but still be, a, you know, based off a comic book or whatever it was. Um, so it's exciting to see these movies kind of like use the same like, concept, but like skew around that idea of like, what is a superhero movie? Because, you know, Morbius is definitely going to be different than uh, Thor 1. You know, it's like well, going to be a very different type of movie. So yeah. excited to see what they do with like, the darkness, if they really mess with it. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, you have a blood sucking vampire demon. I'm, I'm going to see, you know, what gear they turn it up to as far as the violence, scariness X factor goes. And also, um, how about that? Jared Leto making the flip from DC to Marvel, you know? Yeah. I'm sure yep. the second they pitched it to him, he said, sign me up. Let, <laughs> let me make this movie blow up and put me in the Marvel universe. I'm going to tell DC to fuck off. Yeah, he was still sour about No, no, DC told him to fuck off after his Joker performance. They didn't really like it. Um, right. He was but supposed then to have like a standalone like, movie. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, he, he double fucked off. He was like, sure. in, in his cocky way, he's like, you're telling me to fuck off? I'm about to make you fuck off and earn a fuck ton of money while you're fucking off even though you told me to fuck off i think he fucked off <laughs> uh, yeah yeah that's what i would think my friend that's what <laughs> i would think yeah so morbius is coming out um july 31st 2020 so right around the black widow bring it um yeah okay also in news um i tweeted this out i but i did not know hunter is also watching bachelor um so me and him are both watching the bachelor i live tweeted the first episode couldn't do the second one i'll be back next monday um but i think we're locked in this year are you like i'm i'm kind of dialed in this could very well be the first season of the bachelor or the bachelorette that i watch all the way through don't think i've ever sat down and watched one of them before you know i'll tune in for the end you know i'll go home maybe mom's got it on step in for an episode or two yeah but i've seen the first two episodes so i'm i'm about as in as i've ever been here with the bachelor like let me it's just like if people don't want to watch it like suck up your pride it's great television it's just it is yep it's just entertaining it really mm-hmm. is like down to the core of it it's hard to watch sometimes but my god is it entertaining like the tears the drama everything like it's great and it it just seems so fake and blown up that it in a way makes you so much more invested in it yeah, it's, it's the producers. So, like, it is. They do a great job. They cook, dude. They They're working a great hard. Job. Yeah, they are. They're starving the shit out of those people. <laughs> uh, but like, yeah. I mean, you already know. Like, we got some, uh, got some, got some like big personalities on there. Like, it's it's a loud season. It's gonna be a loud season. Oh, oh yeah, Hannah, Hannah Ann. Yeah. Is that her name, Hannah Ann? Yep. She's coming for throws. Tweet it out first episode said she's gonna be the villain they make her drink that girl's uh kelsey champagne she starts bawling her eyes out oh my god it was great it was well, great think, think second episode two on the catwalk you know they both were in the same dress they come out for the final catwalk they do the little strut they turn around mm-hmm. and then hannah ann turns back around faces the crowd and gives them one more little kiss wave like a 
uh, yeah. like flaunts that shit, you know, pops her hips out a little bit and walks back. And everyone's like, oh, well, shit, you know, she's going to win it now. Well, Kelsey also came out with that uh, bottle of champagne. During she did. She she's did. petty. She is petty. She, she's got some anger. Um, so yeah, I'm going to, I don't know if Hunter will be tweeting too, but we're going to be trying to cover bachelor every Monday on Twitter. Um, and we'll probably be talking about it like this almost every show. Um, but so far so good. My yes. eyes are, my eyes are glued. I'm open. The personalities are big. Yeah. Yeah. Pilot bring me Pete, the batch. Huh? Bring me the batch. Come on. Come on, ladies. Let's work that shit. Yeah. I have one more thing to add on it. When I was, I was tweeting. When I watched the opening episode, like their introductions, like I get they have to like make a big first impression. There's a 30 girls. Make sure he remembers you. But my God, were some of them painful? Oh, my! Uh, I think God. we're both thinking of the same one. Three, two, one. Good housekeeping. Pussy cat. Okay. Sorry. I was, I was just like stepbrother's quote. Oh, that's um, all right. That's all right. Which one? Oh, the pussy cat joke. Yeah. Right. She's like, what was it? Don't you want to see my clean naked pussy? cat i'm like yeah. oh shit yeah like what do i was man like oh my god my you know me and my mother like turn and like look at each other in the eyes what the fuck are we watching together like it's like watching game of thrones with your mother yeah. but live abc television yeah you're watching like denarius get raped in the first season your mom's right you know but this, i'm watching the bachelor this is the damn near equivalent of cal drogo bending her over the stars bending yep. over a barrel and showing her the 50 states <laughs> Jesus, uh, she's been through a lot. She, she has. A lot. She did, you know. And we, you know, God bless you, Daenerys. She deserved it. Yeah, she deserved what she got. Well, not not deserved to get stabbed. She deserved the Iron Throne, which she had for. She did for she, a little bit. It was brief, but she accomplished she, her goal. She got it. She got. She got. She there. did, and you know what? She did. Um, you know, while we're on the topic of Game of Thrones and Daenerys, um. For those Game of Thrones fans, the prequel uh, called House of the Dragon um, is set to premiere in 2022. So we're going to have to wait two full calendar years pretty much, which is like, oh, like, ooh. But, 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 are you all right? Did you get stabbed? I It feels like it just because we were supposed to have, what was it, Blood Moon? Yeah, like the Blood White Moon Walker this, and this um, September. Children of the and, Forest backstory. And they took that away, so now we gotta wait another two years. The fuck? Yeah. So like my thing is like one Targaryen prequel will be very, very cool. It's gonna be sure. sick. We're gonna get some combat. Oh yeah. Two, you know what? By then I might do a rewash and later this year or next year, whatever it is, and I might get my GOT brain to start cooking again. Yeah, you know? right. I might start calling every girl I see my lady. I yeah. might just be in that flow where I'm just like my lady, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna start wearing a white wig around my house and talking to everybody in high English, okay. high Valyrian. I'll just, you know, I'll be like, "Good morning, mother. Where is the breakfast? Two lambs over eggs. Cook them." She'll be like, "Oh, okay. what?" And you know, she'll be like, "Why are you wearing a wig, Hunter?" She'll be like, "This is me now." Oh, that's like uh, uh, <laughs> nothing. Uh, no comment there. Actually, my okay. apologies. Um, sure. <laughs> but I was thinking a little different with the Game of Thrones voice, you know what I mean? But you were in a right. different era, it, different uh, time period. Yeah, you know, I, I'm trying to think who I was emulating there. I liked it. I, I liked you. the bit. It was a good okay. bit. It was a good thank bit. Thank you. Okay, I'm glad. Just picture me in the wig, walking downstairs in my underwear, looking like uh, Rhaegar or Rhaegar, whatever, you know, her brother Rhaegar, in the beginning. Yeah. Viserys. Yeah. I'm going to look like Viserys. 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> Touching your sister's boobs, all that. A jazz. crown for king. Don't you ever say that again. <laughs> a crown for your king. Crown for king. That, that's a great quote. That, yeah. Um, but yeah. House of Dragon uh, coming out in 2022. We're excited to see it. When we get there. It was like um, my baby. Yeah, when we get there. Yeah. Uh, also in news, we missed the Golden Globes. Blah, blah, blah. Globes are kind of under, not that entertaining. Ricky Gervais uh, hosted. He was pretty That was good. cool. He was good. Yeah. But people like giving a hard... It was, he does the same thing every year. Like He does mm-hmm. the same like, oh, this is my last year. I'm going to blast these Hollywood fucks. You know? Yeah. You, did it, you did it five years in a row and you said it was your last year. So when yeah. is it your last year? I, you it was know funny. what? It was funny. It what? I, I like the savageness. You know, he's nope. like, I don't give a fuck. Like, everybody's PC. Fuck you. Like, you diddle kids. I'm Ricky Gervais. Like, I'm okay with it. No, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's just, see, it's it's the same bit every time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's his thing. So, like, why, yeah. do they keep, why do they keep bringing him back? This was the fifth time. Like a refresher, maybe? Yeah. Um. But basically what I was getting to, um, Oscar noms just came out. Um. I don't know if me and Hunter are like fully into like the whole like Academy, you know, movies, like super artsy, getting picky with this. Like, what's the best movie? Um, so like I'm not like worried about snubs or anything exactly. Um, but the noms are out, so the movies, actors, actresses all look pretty good. I'm excited to see who wins Best Picture. 1917 took home Best Drama at the Golden Globes. Yeah. Um, me and Hunter both saw it. Uh, mm-hmm. Let me preface: we're probably going to do a review later this week. It is a fantastic movie. Intensity. Intensity at its finest. It you know, I won't well go done. too much into detail nope. right now, but you you feel like you're right behind him. You got, you know, you got your gun out, hand on his shoulder. My number one advice right now is like go see it in the biggest screen possible. Make sure like your face is on the screen and you can't see anything else. Yeah. Like I um, want you front row face up to the screen. It's blinding you. Mm-hmm. You're in pain, but you just can't close your eyes. Yeah, you got a little pee bottle right next to you. All, all, all hands on board. Yep, yeah. go see 1917. Um, but uh, what was I getting at? Oh, Oscars. We'll probably be covering the Oscars on Twitter and all when they happen. No host this year, by the way, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Since also we've been going for a while, the two shows we're covering are both done now. Um, that was Watchmen and Mandalorian. So I think we're both we're just gonna cover these uh both real quick, kind of give our like season recaps, um, recommend it, whatever. So let's start with Watchmen. Um, just kind of give me your like initial thoughts, one on the finale and two mostly the whole season. Okay, ready? Here comes finale. Three, two, one, pow! It was <laughs> great. No, just um, inst- wait, I just have to like insert that like uh, comic book animation just the way you scream like Pow! yeah yeah like you with the, the all the lines on the outside and it's like yeah. like you know old batman style shit that's I, it just popped up in my face when you said it but go gotcha ahead. guy it's like kerplunk right anyways um i've said this before and i'm gonna say it again i think this is the best single season hbo has just put out there's probably not gonna be a season two it's one of those things just like joker where you, you know, if they make a season two, it might take away a lot from season one because it was that magnificent. Uh, and on top of that, it was it was just so good as just a single season. And uh, it was the finale, the finale was great. It wrapped together. Uh, what was it? it was a 10 episode season, right? Or was it nine? Correct. 
It was 10 it episodes. Was, it's got to be nine or 10. And it, it wrapped together all nine perfectly. It was a very Game of Thronesy season, you know, a couple setup episodes, some flashbacks. But, you know, overall, once you stayed on board for the first couple weeks, even though it started confusing, you really got to put all the pieces together. You know, maybe you do a little reading on the, the movie itself or the comics. So, you know, you, you get more of a grasp on the situation. And once you really got into it, episode seven, eight, nine, ten, crazy, crazy good. You know, the whole it's one of those shows where you're on the edge of your seat the whole time. Shit's going on. Who who, you know, who's the man working the curtain? Who's behind the who's behind the wall pulling the goddamn puppet strings? Right. And you get all that. You get right. all that in this show. And 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 they wrap it up well and they do great. And I the agree. director, phenomenal, Damon Lindelof. I love you. It was Producer. great. Producer, it was great. Um, yeah, uh, I kind of covered that very well. The show was great. Damon Lindelof, who did Lost, um, I think we talked about a few of the episodes earlier, but he did Lost and he produced this show. And um, the show was based off like the graphic novel, um, which is like I, some nerdy stuff I'm not going to like get into. Never no. read it. No, won't no. do that. That's not my thing. That's not uh, us. No, but this show was very well crafted and like it was super tight the story was super tight and that's why i'm happy it's one season because it's like i like to explain it to the first season of stranger things where it's like that first season of stranger things was so tight because there wasn't like random stuff and they're not trying to expand it this this show was meant for one season so it was perfect the finale is perfect fantastic left me exactly where i want it to be a little bit hanging perfectly closed um Acting was great. HBO always gets those like mid-tier actors where I would say it's like they're not like Hollywood, but they're not TV actors. They're HBO actors. Um, and they killed it. Uh, yeah, the show was very good. Had lost fives with like that, like who's doing this? What's going on? Why don't I know this? What is this time travel? What is it? What is this? You know, but like then you figure it out and you're like, boom, 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 boom. I highly recommend the show. It's nine episodes. Nine episodes, one season. Just watch it, HBO. It is so worth your time. It is mm-hmm. so worth your time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Watchmen, one of my favorite shows of 2019. Yep. I'm buying the shit out of that. Oh yeah, big buy. Um, <clears throat> another show we cover is Mandalorian, which was streaming on Disney Plus. A lot of people watch Mandalorian. My parents watched it. My friends' parents watched it. Like my everyone I know was watching Mandalorian. I don't know if it's because Baby Yoda, but the show itself. Uh, you can start off once again, but I love the first season. Really okay, did. first thing I'll say, Baby Yoda definitely had a high, high reasoning for the amount of people that watched. Once it got Twitter famous, every girl and their sister was like, oh my God, Baby Yoda, I gotta <laughs> watch. So they jumped on that train. Um, but more overall, as a Star Wars fan, I absolutely loved it. Because you, you know, with the whole Disney purchasing them, you get all these different looks at the different realms of the Star Wars universe, different characters, you know, unorthodox planets, people. You get that? And I love it. I think I think the show could have been done a little better, just more of the writing and the story. But I I really liked it. You know, it, you've, it was a good character arc. You know, you get this savage bounty hunter who starts caring for this, what seems to be a Force-sensitive baby, you know? And mm-hmm. you see the progression of them moving throughout the galaxy while being hunted. And I, I think that I think they do a great job with telling that specific story in this world. And it is confirmed for a season two, which is awesome to see. Oh, yeah. The finale was Fall. super exciting. Fall, right? Yeah. Um, the finale was great. You know, you get that action that you really want. You know, you get to see the I don't want to spoil anything, but you get to see, you know, Correct. the the remnants of the empire and whatnot. And 
you know, it was cool. It was really great. I, I liked the show. You know, I, I'm watching it again. I'm really excited for season two. I'm curious to see what they do, you know, as, as far as writing and more character art goes and how they're going to deal with that. But I thought it was great. You know, I liked it. Uh, yeah, one, let me say again, another really good finale. Uh, finished cuffed off enough of the season and left enough open for season two. Mm-hmm. Um, but the show itself is like, it's about a bounty hunter, right? So it's like the story is more each episode something new almost. It's like a little Western where he's doing a new mission every episode. And With the, got, like the overarching thing in, in the back of his head. Correct. So there's like one long story that goes from season episode one to episode 10, or however many episodes there were. And that kind of integrates throughout the story. But there's like little, you know, he's on a prison. He's on this weird planet, you know, and he's like helping out different people. And I love that part of the story. I loved how they did it where it's like, oh, literally Clark's FaceTiming me. What a little rat. I know. Um, God, Clark. But it's like little stories, and I I really enjoyed that part of it. Um, I loved how they kept the whole big story into it. Um, Pedro Pascal, great job as Mandalorian. Um, I would buy it. I'm very excited for season two. Mm-hmm. Very excited for season two. Why can't I think of who directed? Who did Iron Man and John Favreau? John Favreau, yes. Um, he he directed this and probably wrote some of it. I think he, mm-hmm. he did a great job. Mm-hmm. Um. So let's see where they go with season two. Because they didn't yes. like the story they set up, they didn't cut off that much of it because once again, like I said, there was little other stories. I, so that main arc arc is still there. It's still yeah. there for season two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was it's, that was awful. That was, crack, that was no, bad. it's the it's the crack baby, you know, with the basketball. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. You know, and then they hit him in the head with the ball. What a actually what a great meme. Like that was before memes memes were huge. Like that oh, meme was sure. great. That meme mm-hmm. was viral. It'd be like when you wake up in the morning and you have seven exams and be like, yeah. And then he hits himself with the head. He's like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I think my favorite one ever was from the World Cup. This guy in the Netherlands fan something, obviously. His name was Van Dyke, whatever. He yeah. had that like diving header. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, there's just this video of him with like the kid on it. And he's just like running, like dives, like, yeah. Hits it. And then he starts celebrating. He's like, yeah. It's just, it's just <laughs> stuck in my head forever. Ah, the Netherlands. Yeah, Van something. Van Dyke. Yeah, it might have been Van Percy. I think it was Robin Van Percy. I, I remember the header quite specifically, actually. Yep. That's funny. Robin Van Percy. Let's um, never die. Nope. Okay. Uh, finishing up news. This one, don't need to cover much because I've never actually seen it. But uh, the new Will Smith movie, Bad Boys for Life, with um, Martin, Martin Lawrence. Mar- sorry, Martin Lawrence. Martin Kimi. Um it's actually getting good reviews and people really like it. i so saw that bad boys for life is getting a lot of respect and like people were like oh i thought it was gonna be one of those like shitty sequels that it's just like yeah, again. Right. Re- yeah. rebooted after 10 years what yeah. you know what are they doing back on the screen for a quick buck like they try to do with the men in black series yeah right um well i think men in but, black's trying to do a full reboot right now but that's that's a song for another time yeah um Ghostbusters is doing a reboot that we both said we liked and we got excited for that trailer. Oh, yes, right. Um, oh, we talked about that in the episode that got deleted, actually. That's funny. Yeah. Um, but Ghostbusters, new Ghostbusters with um, Kid from Stranger Things. I just forgot his name. I'm forgetting actors' names today. Finn Wolfhead? Yeah, Finn Wolfhard. Um, Wolfhard? That's coming out. We both really like that trailer. Anyway, 
people are really liking Bad Boys for Life. It's cool to see Will Smith kind of get some respect. He's people have not liked a lot of his past movies. And Gemini Man time. was tough, did not stick. No. Great yeah. idea. Uh, bad, 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 bad. Yeah. You can tell it was gonna be bad. Yeah. Uh-huh. But that's cool to see. I'm happy uh-huh. for him. I love his YouTube channel. So Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> um Okay, but Real quick, since it's been a while, what have you been watching recently? Like, what have you been on? What's What's been your thing recently? Sure. Uh, well, since I had all of winter break to myself in the first couple of weeks of January here, I was definitely pumping out some stuff. Of course you know, I'll just go quick down the list, see what I was watching. Uh, watched you season two. They did well. They wrote that well. I thought it was going to be the same thing as season one. It wasn't. It was good. I commend the directors for that and the producers. Great stuff. Great stuff. Uh, I started The Outsider on HBO. Oh, YouTube's on Netflix, by the way. Uh, the Outsider, it's based off a Stephen King book, horror, action, thriller, crime, spooky. It's good. Um, what else here? I'm watching The Young Pope right now. That's great. Uh, it's the sequel to The New Pope, which, you know, Jude Law. You got John Malkovich this season. It's a different little spin on modern religion. You know, it's cool. HBO, get onto it if you can. Uh, what else am I watching here? Uh, watched a lot of the King of Queens over break. You know, everybody loves a good sitcom. Kevin James. Yeah, it's funny. It makes me laugh. No, uh, kept up with This Is Us. Uh, season four just dropped. I'm not caught up yet, but I'm growing. I'm growing on it. Uh, a couple times maybe shed tears. It's some of the best cable television I've seen the last three or four years, five years maybe. It's good. You know, it really touches your heartstrings. Uh I watched, uh, what is it, Pokemon Pet Pet Detective Pikachu, Ryan Reynolds? Yep. Yeah, cool to see the Uh, Pokemon world. Wait, Pokemon Pikachu the Pet? Wait, why can't I say it now? Like, you got me like... Pikachu Pet Detective? Pet Detective Pikachu? Sure, whatever. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, awesome, awesome look into the Pokemon world. Movie was, uh, it was so-so, but, you know, I could tolerate it. Ryan Reynolds funny. You know, he throws in his subtle PG-13 comments to a children's movie. So, you know, I I can jump on board to that. Um, I watched it. I've never seen that before with the did clown. You like it? Did you like Penny? it? Penny, I did. I did like it. Penny, you want some popcorn, Georgie? I was, I liked it. It was spooky, but I was in, I was involved. Cool. Cool. Um, you know, other than that, a couple little movie shows here and there. Oh, oh, big one. Jeopardy. Greatest of all time tournament. That was great. Yeah. A little upset with the outcome, but that was the first time I have really sat down to watch Jeopardy probably ever, except for when I go to my grandfather's house. And I watched all four episodes of it. So good it TV. Cool. It, was good. it was great TV. Alex Trebek yeah. fighting cancer right now. Respect on his name. He's doing well. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, that was about it right. for me. Cool. Um, so I, this break, I started Succession, um, which we will definitely be covering the third season. I'm on the second season now. Yep. And I love it. Great show uh-huh. on HBO. Highly recommend Succession. Um, my parents were watching Modern Family. I've sat in through a few episodes. Me and you have talked about this personally. The show is still hilarious. It is It is still on and it is still funny. It, it is actually. I've never sat down and watched it. I, wa- I really started watching it over break for the first time. And it actually makes you crack up. Like It is, it is pretty funny. No, like it really does. Um, uh, what else have I been watching? I watched Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, that's on Netflix now. Yeah, a lot of Bueller. <laughs> that's just always like it's just always great to have on. Um, I've been spending a lot of my time on YouTube uh, this break. Um, I'm not back at school yet. Me and Hunter are doing this virtually once again because I'm going abroad. So 
I've been spending a lot of time at home, kind of boredish, whatever. I wouldn't say bored, but I've been on YouTube a lot. I can't, but this is a channel. I'm not going to fully endorse my YouTube channel a week, but like I have been watching Emma Chamberlain. She's got like 9 million subscribers. She's totally like a girl channel, but, but she is very funny and very entertaining. Um, I don't know if I can recommend it to my, to my followers, but that's what I have been watching. Um, so she's definitely a hoot. Always watching David Dobrik. Um, still watching Casey videos. Like I've just been sure. on YouTube for sure. a while. Yeah, Most of my the time. Grind. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, are you ready to get into it? That was a long yeah, intro. It was, but we had a lot to cover. So stick yeah. with us. Stick with us, fans of the crown. Yeah, crack my back. Let's get cooking. Speaking of YouTube, it's time for YouTube channel of the week. Oh, that depends. What segment is it? You're right. It, I think it's the first one. I think it is too. Segment one, motherfucker. Let's dance. <laughs> We're gonna need a fuck count on you. See how many yeah. you count. See how many, how many you said. Like, I might have broken my record already in this first episode. You said fuck off like 15 times in that one little bit. It was Jared Leto, though. I had to appease the fans. That's what he was. Everybody knows that's what he was thinking. It was. All right. Do you want to start off first? Sure. Okay. Here we go. 2.1 million subscribers. It's called Without Music. That is the YouTube channel. Without what music. is Without Music, you ask? It is a channel where they take popular YouTube videos and they take out all the music and they have like a team of voice actors like doing what it would sound like. So uh, for instance, uh, today I watched This Is America Without Music. So they just do Childish Gambino, you know, making all those noises in the background. You don't hear any other music except for his voice and like the footsteps and they make all the crowd noise and the people running in the background. It's pretty comical. You know, just imagine Childish Gambino mouthing, like talking all of his words because they don't actually perform it on the music videos. It's pretty all mouth. So it's just him making the footstops, like walking like this. And all yours like, this is America. Don't get you slipping though. I'm having a hard time like like visualizing this, but it sounds funny. It's great. Like I was just watching the Maroon Five one two. I forget what the song was, but it's you gotta watch it. You know, I can't explain it to you, but it is absolutely hilarious. It is absolutely. What's that channel called again? Called Without Music. Without Music, cool. So they just do like all different, just any popular. Like, is it music videos only, or is it like YouTube? It's it's music videos only. But just imagine the music video without the music and the instruments and stuff okay and imagine so it's like like it's yeah. just like them acting like they're just making the regular yeah sounds it's like it's like but it's it's funny though it's behind the scenes of the music video with a little bit of a comical twist it's quite hilarious cool cool all right um you good well yeah you know i feel bad i'm trying to paint the picture here like no imagine, I, I got it just I, let me let me say some more imagine childish gambino doing all of his weird movements during this is american he keeps going like ah this is America. Yeah. Like no, that's like, what it is. Doing the stretch thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. And like, and like they tie, like they make it sound right. So like when he opens his mouth on like one of those weird movements, you're like, ah, ah, okay. But America. it's funny. It's okay. It's, it's hilarious. I got you. No, I got you. I, I might tune in. Okay. We'll see if that's my sure. type of thing. Sure. I don't know if that's my fully my type, but everyone watches different YouTube. Like I uh-huh. said, uh-huh. all right. Uh, get into my YouTube channel week. Um, let me start with my from last week. I just want to bring it up because I put it on that little the little thing I tweeted out our first six YouTube channel of the weeks. Um, last week mine was Brandy TV. I'll go over hers real quick. Um, not well, the porn star. No, no, she's not a porn star. Basically, um, no. What she does is like she'll literally she'll take an edible like a lot, like three hundred milligrams, whatever it is, 
whatever her usual amount is and she just gets fried and tries to does makeup to make herself into something funny so like a snowman krampus the grinch but she's like just good enough at it where it's like she kind of looks like it but she's also high and not that good at it so it's super super funny um this youtube channel is definitely not for everyone but she's hilarious so that's brandy tv um but my new uh, she has a 1.1 million subscribers Um, this this youtube channel i just found i actually love them i actually really like them only 113,000 subscribers um these guys are called colin and samir um these guys themselves are all right they're they're kind of cool kind of weird but like everyone's a little bit weird on youtube but basically what most of the recent videos are is like they will break down other YouTube videos and other YouTubers mostly. So, like, I can just read some headlines, like, some of their thumbnails. Why Emma Chamberlain drinks so much coffee? That's the girl I was watching. Why David Dobrik laughs so much? Um, is Mr. Beast the new next PewDiePie? Why does Cam Newton have a YouTube channel? Um, Small but, ears. Yeah. <laughs> but basically, so, like, the David Dobrik video, can explain it, they, like, go through his videos and basically compare it to a sitcom and how like him laughing in the background is the laugh track to friends, you know, like the fact that he laughs is like, it's just like in a laugh track and he's got like a cast of people, you know, they're in his sitcom. Um, There's love interest. It's a little edgy. So it's really funny. And it was like very well done. Their videos have really good production. Um, So then I watched one on like Will Smith's YouTube channel um, but these dudes are good. They're really good for a hundred thousand subscribers. Like they have really, really good production, really good content. I personally like I like the YouTubers on YouTube. Like Hunter watches different things on YouTube. Like I will kind of seek out people, more personalities on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So like this is something that I really like and I'm very interested by and very happy I found them and now subscribe to them. So cool. Colin and Samir. Colin and Samir, they sound like some strapping young lads. No, like to explain them, they started off like they both created like the lacrosse network, maybe they were called. It was like this small lacrosse thing that got like picked up by and kind of got big. But like they started off as like small sports broadcasting for lacrosse. So they're kind of weird in a way. Uh, Hey, I played lacrosse. Don't call that weird. No, you are though. You are. I respect lacrosse players. I'm saying dudes would make a sports commentary like brand broadcasting lacrosse coverage is what's wrong with that they're just a little goofy they're a little goofy it's colin and samir i like them i just gave them my channel of the week so went to princeton they have a hundred thousand subscribers i'm trying to help them out yeah shout out colin and samir yeah colin and samir give them a watch seriously yeah if you like youtubers if you like like them yeah right if you don't watch brandy tv and watch her put makeup on sure yeah y'all good for your youtube channel of the week yeah, yeah, that about covered it. Without Good. music, we're gonna have a nice list of YouTube channels of the week soon. Well, you know, you could re- we could laminate this list and give it. Yeah. to Yeah. Well, I tweeted out our first six, so everyone can check them out. Tweet out the links too to the YouTube. So, hey, bitch. Follow us on Twitter. Um, carrying on to double. Ah. I would like to uh, double that French roster. Uh, yeah, we'll take that French fire, double that up here, segment two now. That's what we got for you coming your way. Now, I was down in the bayou down in St. Denise, and I asked for a double fry, and they did not give me a double fry. So you know what I did? I threw a full revolt up in that bitch. I revolted up in that bitch. 
Yeah, I was also down in the bayou, and I threw about $1,000 on LSU. But you know what I did? I ended up doubling it to $2,000 on LSU, which doubling that's two, and two would be indeed Joe Burrow, sir, and two was also set the segment that we are on now. Correct. Sir. But yeah. two two coppers came up to me. Two yeah, coppers. Two coppers now. And they uh-huh. said, please get in the car, sir. I said, sir, I'm docile. I'm agreeable to the fault. He's agreeable to a fault now, boy. I said agreeable to a fault. <laughs> all right. Yeah, let's get into it. I was, hey, I was quoting yeah, King Peele, yeah. Red Dead. I was sure. getting all over the place. I was Talking just about throwing, French fries. I, I kind of felt like the colonel from the KFC commercials. Like, <laughs> finger licking, 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 finger licking good. Uh, all right stream of the week segment two um hunter started off last time so i'll go this one um my stream of the week was my one from last week i didn't get a new one because i didn't feel like it i haven't been watching streaming too much um the imagineering story on disney plus um so this this came out right when disney plus came out um what hunter you no, this is what's happening right now. I'm in the middle of my thing, and he's mouthing oh, words. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a mouther. I'm a mouther. So like, it's just, it's just gonna cut me off. It's gonna make me. You're right. You're right. You're right. Is he gonna send something in the Discord? Here we go. No. Bill's fan is typing. Here we go. No. Here we go. Bill's fan is typing. Okay. If he says he did it this week, that was mine a couple of weeks ago. No, it wasn't. Totally was. You sure? I, I you know, I was. I'm like ninety percent positive. Ninety five. I could, feel like, it, it could have been the one that we already did. Remember, I was asking you to name right, it. Yeah, I couldn't but... think of it, but keep, keep talking about the imaginary story again. Okay, because you know it. what? People probably didn't even, don't even remember. Yeah. And now it's over. All right. And restart. We are. <laughs> My stream of the week is uh, the imaginary story. Like you just story. had a seizure on FaceTime, but keep going. <laughs> My restart. My uh, stream of the week is the Imagineering story on Disney+. Plus. Um. <laughs> This this show is like a six episode series that was like weekly drops. Um, literally the story of Disney World, more about the parks and the Imagineers. So like it's not the story of Disney buying ABC and all getting Star Wars. It was more a story of the parks. So you learn about Euro Disney, uh, Disney in Shanghai, all this stuff, uh, Disneyland, and like all the issues they go through. It's really really cool to see them rise up from Walt Disney just having a vision to open up his first park to becoming the biggest company in the world and having all these parks around the world. Um, and the last episode is <laughs> the last episode is so cool. The last episode is great. It shows all the newest stuff, all the newest technology, the new star Wars rides, uh, the rise of resistance, um, Disney Shanghai. So like this show was awesome. Even for non Disney fans, I think everyone can really appreciate this and it's like more about the park. So it's really, really, really cool. Yeah, no, I'm into it. No one gets this. Hunter's just sending me little messages on our chat. I figured I could fuck with them. Oh, it's that's fine. another one. <laughs> Ding. All right, yeah. No, mine's the Imagineering story, and like I highly recommend it. It's like got that documentary feel, but super informative and super cool. Like very good stuff. If you like anything about the parks, the detail, the rides, I highly recommend it. As a Disney fan, I love it. Yes. Good. Good. Yeah, um okay yeah yeah i am good so my sister says all the time i am good which is not being good you know just throw a little crying tantrum anyways 
Uh, my stream of the week, I was going to say The Witcher on Netflix, but it came out a couple weeks ago and I'm on to something new. I got the Aaron Hernandez documentary. Did also, you watch it today? I, I did. I, I, I did. That was, that was on tap for me tonight, probably. Let me tell you something. This has got to be one of the most eye-opening things I've watched in a while. Amazing documentary. I don't watch a bunch of them, a bunch of documentaries, but this one I was so invested in, man. Uh, when When you... Really, when they when they really divulge into the Aaron Hernandez story and what he went through as a child and the upbringing and you know what his real life was like behind the scenes, it turns more into like this is a motherfucker that killed people that just man in some terrible way. I feel so bad for that guy. Just the ultimate lost soul wandering this world where you know it just seems like he did everything just just to end up you know in prison and dying. It's it is a tragic tragic story from just yeah. you know rags to riches back to rags again just the unraveling of somebody at the highest at one of the highest standards of of life on this earth at this time superstar athlete you know super bowl appearance hell of a player and you just watch his down his downfall unfold in front of your eyes in like three short episodes and it is just gut-wrenching gut-wrenching some of the stuff that he that he did and that happened to him it's sad it's sad it's good though I'm definitely going to watch tonight. I heard it's like a lot about him and it's like, you, you kind of feel for him in like a, like just like a compassionate way. Like you have to feel bad for yeah. the bad guys. Sometimes it's like he still did bad stuff. Exactly. Like, you um, know, you're not, you're not writing his wrongs, but you sit there and you go, damn, like I feel that. I yeah, feel it, that. It could have been worked around almost, uh-huh. I guess. Uh-huh. I got to watch it though. Um, yes. I forgot to watch. I know you watch it. Don't fuck with cats. I watched that this break. Oh, awesome true. Yeah. Also throw that on my, what did Me I too. watch over break? That yeah. was a, my name is Luca Magnata. <laughs> like that was trippy as hell. He's like, yeah, uh, people are saying that I've been dating this girl and it's ruining my professional career. Psychopath. No, like I could get more into that. I don't, Psychopath. I don't know if you, I don't know if I really want to, but like, I, I recommend watching that. Like do it yeah. yourself. Like well, if you like anything yeah. about uh, serial killers and like psychopaths, give it a watch. This dude's yeah. awesome. Yeah, an- no, he's not awesome. He's time. not awesome. He's not. No, but like it's, it's a it's, it's an awesome watch. The guy is extreme. <laughs> yeah. He, the guy, you know what is is the farthest thing from awesome. He no. is just terrible. He is just a, <laughs> he's a sick man. He is a sick man with some terrible disease. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Luca. <laughs> Fetish for little Asian kids. All right, that's all I got to say about that. Um, uh, yeah, but that was my stream of the week. Anything else, Daniel? Um, no, 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 no. I'm good. I'm cool. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah, carrying on. Okay, I'm sorry, I, I got distracted. Bum bum bum. Da 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 da. Third segment. I think I was doing like the what's that one movie intro where it's bum Universal maybe. What do you think? Oh, like um, around the world. Like... Um. Yeah, it's like bum bum. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you never would have hummed the Star Wars intro, I would have totally been able to do this. It's universal. It is. It's universal, I think. It's like bum bum. Yeah, and then it starts going around the world. Segment. Three. I just want to like bang some war drum like bum bum. I want to throw my head through a wall. Sure. I want to. I want to put my head right through a metal bus. If you're down on that's down. what that, that hypes me up like a smelling salt right to the, an ammonium inhalant right to the dome let me let All me right, get yeah, a bloody nose we are on yeah it is uh time for a movie review 
Um, we asked the fans on Twitter what they wanted. They gave us an answer. We're reviewing uh, Wallace and Gromit. We pulled the it. Curse of the Were The, the Curse, Curse of, of the, the Were Rabbit. Um, I'm very happy the fans picked this. This is streaming on HBO and Hulu. And Watch our 27 minutes, our 25 minutes. You um, know, this you is, get there. So this is Wallace and Gromit's uh, first feature film, I think. Um, and basically, it's Wallace and his dog Gromit set out to discover the mystery behind the Garbin sabotage that plagues their village and threatens the annual giant vegetable growing contest. Now, like, let me preface: the base idea of this film is so funny, but like, you have to understand Wallace and Gromit. It's literally about they're called like Wallace and Gromit have like a anti pest thing called anti pesto, like a like a company, and they protect everyone's vegetables, and everyone grows these giant vegetables for the for the big contest and win this golden carrot hosted by some like royal family lady uh, lady toddingworth lady toddington yeah you can call me toddy also um, played by helen helena bohm carter prolific yep. prolific prolificent prolific what is it what's the word prolific 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 act, actress prolific actress um yeah but the idea behind this movie is like it's, it sounds hilarious but it's watson grom it's claymation so you have to understand that like you really got to understand that but before we go into the review i recommend it i really do like it's good animation what is better Um, than an old man claymation inventor that's addicted with cheese in his pet dog sidekick that can't talk that loves not talk that loves to knit what beats that i'm asking you what beats that i don't think anything either i don't it's it's an it's unfathomable what would beat that. Uh, <laughs> Wallace is getting too fat in the beginning, like he's getting stuck. He's I, eating too he's much cheese. The pusher contraption, yeah. But anyway, some of the yeah. some of the cheese references in this movie are great. Yeah. Um, do you want to get into you want to get into your your thoughts on the movie? Um, maybe just initial thoughts, and we'll go back into it with a score. Yes, yes. Uh, first off, it's it's a typical murder mystery, just without the murder of humans, but more the murder of vegetables and, you know, the taking of rabbits. Cause they're eating all the gardens. You know, he runs this, this pest agency and you know, the, the whole time, the anti-pest the whole time you're trying to figure out who, who is the were rabbit, you know, where did, did they create the were rabbit? What is the were rabbit? It seems like this big monstrous figure, you know, the whole town's terrified. You have the funny priest, you know, <laughs> you got the, you got the guy that's fighting for Lady Tati's love, some rich snob royalty prince guy, played Victor by Ralph Quat- Fiennes. Yeah, that's Victor Quatermain. Quatermain. Qu- Quatermain. I don't know. Quatermain. Sure, we call him Victor. Victor. Yeah. Victor. Anyways, played by Ralph Fiennes, as we know, is the one who shall not be named, Lord Voldemort. Sorry, I didn't mean to say I'm live on the air here. That but was dark. Yeah. It was. I didn't mean to say. I honestly just got chills right now. I think I just saw a shadow move across my room, possibly I a Death my, Eater. I have my wand right next to me. Sure. Okay. Got my Patronus yeah, spell ready. I have my wizard hat in my room, so I'll grab that if I have to. Um, it was. It is a great film. It is awesome. You know, you get the beginning, you get the lead up, you get the climax, you get the resolution. You know, you get a freaking medieval dog fight, literally with dogs and airplanes. You pretty much get everything you want from an action movie packed into an hour and twenty-seven minutes of claymation English comedy, and sure. that's what I look for in my films. That's what <laughs> no, I look for. I like that. I like that. If I'm watching the claymations, like understand what I'm getting into. This is like a type of thing where it's like people who don't like, you know, action movies or whatever. Like it's not good movies because like you got to go into that type of movie knowing what you're going to get. 
Huh. Like coming in, coming into Wallace and Gromit, you know, knowing when I'm gonna get the it's the curse of the werewolf. I I laughed out loud at least five times. Huh. Least. Beware of the moon. Like, come on. No, like Don't I do not get it. Like I do not laugh out loud a lot in movies, but like this had me actually dying sometimes. Um one animation was good for its time. It like it had some solid for 2005, had some quick action scenes for claymation. Um so this is kind of getting off topic. I'll go real quick, but the Globe's uh, best uh, animated feature was Missing Link, um, which is a claymation movie, but it's like very high level claymation now. So like the way they do claymation is like, they're like stepping it up. It's not fully basic classic claymation. Like they make it so you can still get those action scenes type of yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, little movie magic, little side thing. Maybe I'll watch that movie. Uh, but like, no, animation in this was good. It was solid. Never ever threw me off. I kind of liked the claymation. I wanted to like squeeze some of the things. Yeah. Same. Like I really Absolutely. wanted to like squish uh, Gromit's ears all. Absolutely. I wanted to I wanted to to put his little nose, to peep his little nose. Yep. It was like it looked hard as from the flick it, you know? Right, yeah. <laughs> it's like one of those stress balls, but shiny and black. Um, but you're right, with the murder mystery, like who who done it? Like who is this you know, figure? Um we get but we find out. We can kind of you want to do we can do spoilers. Who cares? Right? Sure. If you haven't seen Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Were Rabbit, I don't think you're waiting for you. Don't care about spoilers. But um, anyway, Wallace ends up being the Were Rabbit when he does an experiment to try to make rabbits stop eating all the vegetables. Blah blah blah. But like him and a rabbit switch places. So like he slowly is becoming more of the Were Rabbit. This rabbit's slowly becoming more of Wallace, and like that dynamic of like a half rabbit wearing Wallace's clothes is literally hilarious. His name's so Hutch. Funny. His name's His Hutch. Name he is has Hutch. the funniest voice ever. It's so funny. <laughs> oh, cheese, Gromit. Oh, yep, yep. Um, yeah. No, I I really did love it. So, Hunter, give it a score. Tell us why. I'm gonna give it. Based on everything I've seen, you know, putting it in its own little category, I'm going to give it a 93. Sure. It got a high score on Metacritic. The people loved it. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a pretty decent score. I loved it. You know, I talk, you know, and I don't really talk about a lot of movies that I don't love on here because, you know, we cover some pretty good stuff. But as far as movies go, and especially one with probably that budget and, you know, that small of a time and just made pretty quick, uh, it was, it was great. You know, it, it, it gave you all the elements of a good story. You know, like I said, you have the build up, the climax, the resolution. You get that. You have the protagonist. You have the antagonist. You know, the little side characters, the funny commentary, you know. Love interest. The, right. The love interest. You're trying to figure out who did done it. So that's that's what my score is coming to. I'm buying this movie. Hell, I own this movie back home. It's on my TV rack. So. Yeah. Oh, really? Did you, did you go do. on HBO or did you pull, or did you pull out the DVD? Well, the DVD's at home, and I'm at school now, so I had to HBO it. But I, if I was home, I would have popped it into my Xbox. You got to have the maybe get some like extra bonus clips, you know, maybe yeah. play a game on your DVD. Yeah, of course, like uh, Shrek American Idol. Absolutely, one of the best. One of the best games. Ever. Um, yeah, I'm gonna come in with like a. I, I gotta say, if for animation, you know what, like where it's at, I would give this movie an 88. I I did like it. Like you said, it really hits everywhere. It's got everything a movie needs. And, like, let me say again, I laughed out loud multiple times to this movie. Some of the comedy just had me going. I don't know what it was. I don't know why. Claymation figures were really making me actually laugh out loud, but they did it. 
Wallace and Gromit's dynamic is great, and I think I want to start watching more of their little shorts. Little, like yeah, the little 15-minute movie 30 videos. 30-minute, yeah, like little half TV show, whatever they are, because I loved it. I <laughs> Everything down to the, like, each character was funny. You know, I liked the animation. Like, I really, the claymation never threw me off, and that's a good thing. Like, yeah, if it no. never takes you out of the story, and they really want to make that stylistically different, they killed it. They did. That's, um, I concur yeah 88 is a fair score for this movie like go watch it like don't don't give it a hard time it's a animation's not for kids and neither is this movie neither is no. this movie yeah it's subtle you know it, you'll like it it'll sneak up on you and then you know the movie will end you'll say i want to watch a sequel wherever that is whatever it is i want to watch it let's let's talk to the creators maybe we could get a sequel sure sure yeah so what'd you give it again 90 uh, 93 93 and 88 for wallace and gromit curse of the Were rabbit um, streamed on HBO and Hulu. Go watch it. It's a knee slapper. It's a knee, it um, is it is the definition of a knee slapper. You know, a couple jokes. <laughs> it's short. It's got it's it hits it hits to the point. It does its job. They know where they know their role. So go they give do. it a watch. Yep. All right. Yeah. That was, that was fun review. Curse of the Were Rabbit. Um, mm. it was a quotable movie too. I, I feel like I should have wrote down some stuff. Well, maybe I'll watch it again tonight. <laughs> I might have to. Oh, did you just cut out? I don't know. Can you hear me? Yeah, stop Stop looking away. Right, okay, I'm back. Okay, cool. Um, all right, moving on to next segment. Um, we're going to run top five movies of 2019, capping off our year. Um, once again, last episode we did this, blah, 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 got cut off. So we're doing it again. Um, good year for movies. Let me preface once again. Me and Hunter. Correct. Sorry, I've been skipping that today. It's all right. Um, let me preface. We were not into this podcast until I don't think we kind of conceived the idea until October, probably. Didn't even have a name at that point. Um, but the the thing is, we were getting new to it, so we haven't seen every movie. We didn't go to the theaters a lot. We've been on it now. We've seen a lot of movies late in this year. We were going to our theater. Um, but that is that is what it is. So I got my top five. Hunter's got his top five. Kick it off with number five, lad. All right, number five. I have Adam Driver and ScarJo's Marriage Ooh. Story. The Netflix beautiful... Comp- yes, a Netflix hit. Uh, stream it on Netflix. Um, it is just the beautiful story of a couple in love and the tragedy of divorce and the toll that takes on a family. Great. Great acting. I think they both got nominated for an Oscar. If I if I if I am correct, correct me if I'm wrong, but I do think I, they both I did. Believe, I believe both did. I'm almost positive. It is something that you don't really think of when you're younger, but it is something that I think everybody should watch. It, it is a beautiful story. It's acted perfectly. It, it's you know it's a real culmination of of life and what happens in life and how it can unfold. You know, for the better, for the worst. And I think they do. I think they do a really good job. I thought it was a really, really heartwarming and heart heart wrenching story. It was good. It was cool. a good movie. Cool. Yeah, I, I have not watched it. I really should streaming. So I heard a lot of good things. Yeah. All right. Well, let me let me say, well, I did watch in 2020, 2019, half twenty twenty movie, honorable mention, nineteen seventeen would definitely crack this list if I counted it in this list. Let me say that right now. Yes, sure. No, well, if, if I counted it in this list, it would also be here. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but number five, I got Avengers Endgame. Um, 
when I say it was top five movies of the year, maybe it wasn't, you know what, like structurally, whatever, like from a movie standpoint, the best, but I enjoyed it. Definitely top five movies. Um, a culmination of all those movies coming to one point, one massive battle scene against one of the biggest villains ever. Um, some of your favorite heroes coming to die for one final hit. Like it, it was a good movie. It hit home in a lot of places was huge, super grand hit it all. Um, all your char- characters that needed to be ended got done. All your characters that are getting set up for new TV shows. Phase four of Marvel got set up. Um, so it's like we got what we wanted and there was no real disappointment for me. And like definitely the first time I've ever stood up in a movie. Yeah, definitely. When, when uh cap got the hammer, Thor's hammer, like you have to, like, I was just like, I was charged up. Yeah, I was uh, also charged up. I think everyone's seen it. Everyone liked it. I didn't hear anyone who didn't was like, you know what I mean? Like, right. like Avengers Marvel movies, you like this movie. So Endgame's my number. Four. You got to show some love for a movie to break 2 billion. Oh yeah. Biggest movie ever. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, moving on to my number four, I have Scorsese's The Irishman. You know, it's the last homage. Wait, Netflix and Netflix. Netflix and Netflix. Tis true, tis true. Um, it's kind of the last homage to this old era of actors. You know, your Joe Pesci, De Niro, Pacino, you know, that drama, Italian mob, thrilling group of gentlemen that starred in all these movies, you know, Raging Bull, Heat. Uh, and it was well-directed. It was long. I think it was about three hours and 15 minutes, but it was a story of Jimmy Hoffa, the old union guy, Teamsters. Um, and it was, a, it was a great story. You know, it's based on the autobiography written by the Irishman uh, himself, uh, just kind of recapping his story or his, I guess, life, you know, getting himself into the Irish mob or the, uh, the Italian mob and working with Jimmy Hoffa and the death of Jimmy Hoffa and just the whole story about it, it was acted well. They used the de-aging thing. You hardly even notice it, if you even notice it at all. That's what they spent um, like most of their budget on, by the way. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it because you know there's not there you know they're not really many special effects in these movies. Mm-hmm. You know, just an old school drama. You know, you're not really getting CGI, other than the de-aging process, I guess. But it was a good film. You know, they did really well. The writing was terrific. The acting was terrific. You love to see some of these guys back in back on the silver screen again. It was great. It was a great watch. Yeah, definitely homage to this. The final, it's the final run for some of those guys. You know. Yeah, for sure, without a doubt. You know, other than some little side projects, maybe one more big role for all of them. Maybe. Maybe Las le- Vegas again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like that's what I'm saying. Like you know, nothing, <laughs> nothing worth like an Oscar nomination or you know, Golden Globe for a movie. But it was it was a great film. It was my number four. If I'm one of those guys, like I'm retired, I'm done. I'm on a beach, oh for sure. You know, Ca- you know cash my check, maybe win an Oscar. See you later. Correct. All right, number four, I got Joaquin Phoenix and Todd Phillips with the Joker. Mm. Um, Joaquin, everyone's heard of this movie. Not everyone's seen it, but like it's got a lot of lot of run. Like I said earlier, it changed what a comic book superhero type of movie can be. Um, definitely one of the darker movies I've ever seen in my life. The idea that we're following the bad guy and is upcoming to becoming this like super villain was a very thrilling concept. Seeing the conception of the Joker. This isn't a story about the Joker blowing up cars and you know robbing laughing and you no, know calling out is, Batman. So sure. different. This is not Dark Knight. This is the conception of the Joker and it was really, 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 really well done. Well acted by Joaquin Phoenix. Killed the performance. Um, 
the movie was just like one of those movies you stand up, you leave, and you're like, okay, oh, shit, yeah, okay, take, take my soul. And then like the you just can't stop thinking. You just it's nope. like the Joker, the Joker, the Joker. You know, I'm in my bedroom doing the little dance. Of course, I'm trying to drop thirty are. pounds to uh-huh. look like Joaquin Phoenix. I I want to go on a game um, show and shoot somebody. <laughs> shoot Robert De Niro, actually. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa! I did not say that. Oh, uh, whoa, whoa, But the, the movie is it, it really hits on a lot of it hits almost everywhere. Good music. I really want this to be a standalone film. Great acting, great direction. What can I say? It was it was one of the better movies of the year. Wagner. Uh, yeah. Number three. All right. Yeah. Okay. My number three. I have good old uh, Jojo Betzla. I have Jojo Rabbit. Oh, it's Jojo. Saw that with Daniel at our little local theater. Also, Scarlett Johansson. A couple Wait, other with- great. We saw it well, with closed captioning, by the way. With closed captioning, yes. Um, first off, I want to say the cast was great. You know, Scar Joe, you had the debut of Thomas A. McKenzie. Uh, I forget JoJo Betts, or uh, what's JoJo Betts' real Roman, name? Roman Griffin Roman Davis. Griffin, yes, Roman Griffin Davis. He did so good. You had Sam Rockwell. You had Alfie. Uh, Allen. Alfie Allen, yes, indeed. Joy. Rebel yes. Wilson. Um, yeah. you, and and to keep. Takia Watiti is that how you say his name? Taika Watiti. Taika Watiti, director of uh, Thor Ragnarok. They it was a really really good put together satire film on the whole Holocaust, World War Two. You know, you get the perspective that I don't think anybody ever thought they would get the perspective of of Hitler Youth. You know, in a comical way, nothing that would offend anybody. If you got offended, you are so soft. But it was so funny. It was sad. It was it was great. You know, you just get this all acted so well. Story so good. And on top of that, you know, they threw in such little stuff that you don't pick up on, like uh, uh, their soundtrack and a bunch of the songs in them were popular songs in like Western culture, but German. So you yeah. had like Beatles songs sang over by like a German cover band. You know, you had it was it was I want to hold your hand was the intro. Yes, right. So true. And there were a couple other songs on there. I, I can't think of them right now. I think one was a Rolling Stones song, but, you know, German cover of it all in German. It was a great film. It was a great film. And right. I was invested. You know, I wanted to see what happened. You know, they put they put our character Jojo Betzler into such a such a predicament. You know, if you watch the movie, you'll get it. Like this, the, the thing he had, what he has, the decision he has to make. And I just think they do such a great, such a great job of telling the story everything about it. It was artistically beautiful. It was intense at times, you know, your heart would pound a little bit. You have the Gestapo. I forget that actor's name, but he's in a lot of stuff. He's funny as shit. <laughs> oh, wait, when they're all like, Hell, Hitler, Hell, Hitler, Hell, that guy on Comedy Central, a lot, a couple other movies. He's in the Tooth Fairy with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Steven Merchant? I don't Steven know. Merchant? Sure, Steven Merchant. Let's he's call him Logan, that. Uh, I okay, don't know. Yeah, sure, Jojo. But I like Jojo. Jojo's a good movie. Cool. Um, I was about to say something, but I forget. Okay, my number three is Quentin Tarantino's movie Once Upon a Time. Um, another another one of those big films. I put this in my top three most beautiful movies. Um, this movie for me definitely not one of Tarantino's best for me. Um. This movie is very different. This movie is way more about acting and like uh, an aesthetic. So like this movie for me 
really kind of put me back in time with them. Uh, I was locked in for a different reason. It wasn't almost a story in the beginning. It definitely wasn't a story, but it was the dialogue and the acting and the sets that were built that like put me into the, you know, LA in the late sixties, early seventies. Um, like Rick Dalton's story felt like a story that would happen for an actor back then. We had Leo, Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, those three, uh, absolutely killed it. Absolutely killed it. Um, so the first two acts were kind of slow, very dialogue heavy, very dialogue heavy, big acting, some great scenes. But the third act was like so high energy, so much, so much happened. It was so good. Like the final act of this movie just like kind of capsulates this big, 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 big build up with like little plot development, but mm-hmm. more structured uh dialogue. So like this movie was different. Um it's not gonna be for everyone it really wasn't wasn't but it killed it i loved it i really love the aesthetic that he built and i love the act i really love the act totally right on i totally agree with you there brad pitt won the globe for best supporting actor yes he did yes he did indeed cliff booth stuntman all right right, anything else on that you good yeah hello all good okay Okay, uh, my number two, I'm not going to go into it too much because you already touched on it, but I also have the Joker, La Joker, with my boy Joaquin. You know, you pretty you pretty much touched on everything I'd like to talk about. No hard feelings. I won't be too mad at you. You look like a Russian grandmother with your blanket wrapped around you right now, but that's that's okay. We all love Russian grandmothers. I do love my babushka. My babushka um, boy. But yeah, you know, great movie. It was dark. It was sad. You know, once again, you feel for the bad guy. Uh, it's, it's, you know, a heartbreaking story. You get the action that you look for, maybe not as much as you want, but as much as you deserve. It's a great film, great acting, cool. you know, shout out to Joaquin for that. I respect he really that. He really, he really, he really did, really, man. He... That method acting at its finest. Uh, yeah. So the Joker was my number two. If you haven't seen it, go cool. watch it or fuck you. Ding, ding. Yeah. You, you can go, you can buy it now for like four bucks, whatever it is. Sure. Yeah. To rent. Um, all right, my number two, a little unorthodox, but this movie was really cool to me. Uh, I have Us at number two. Um, I'm not super into like the scary thriller movies, um, but I saw Get Out, and I went to go see Jordan Peele's Us in theaters with Hunter, and boom, boom, did this movie shake me. Um, I've never felt like so much anticipation and like so much edge-of-your-seat film in my life. This movie was like, did not let you breathe, but in the best way possible. Um, the, the It also has like some like fantastic, fantastic scenes, like super iconic scenes that you might see for a long time. Um, just enough amount of twist, super, super detailed movie. When you go see it twice, you have to see this movie twice. It's super worth it. Um, watching this movie a second time is really, really good for your head after watching it the first time because it's like coming back to it you see a whole everyone who's seen it gets it you see a whole new idea um and you can tell jordan peele knew what he was doing he really did with this movie i loved it like he's amazing he's i'm so excited for his third film whatever that's gonna be but he did such a good job you you have to see it twice it's criminal if you don't see it a second it's meant to be watched a second time sure i agree uh lupa Diego killed it um she did a really good job uh, playing both roles, her and her uh, tethered. Um, yeah, but the whole idea behind it, like the deeper meaning behind it, the hidden secrets, the theories, the acting, the music, the music, the music, the music's really, really, really good in this movie. 
really, really stand out. That's um, your seat this movie has shit. it all. Like you've got in theaters with the blaring speakers. I had my head in my hood. Like I was uh, uh, also shitting my pants. Shitting my pants. Yeah, but us, I highly recommend it. Even if right you don't on. like that type of movie, go give it a try. This might get you into the genre. Yes, yes, indeed. All right, to my number one. Uh, screw you, Dan, for also taking my number one as well as my number two. But I have yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You can see Ooh. how us, we have different opinions on films, but you know, still the same broad idea. Um, I'm a Tarantino guy through and through. I've seen all of his films. I enjoy, you know, I'm one of those people that can sit through an hour and a half of, you know, dialogue and really get invested into it. Um, and, uh, you know, Dan was saying, you know, you get your first two acts and you get your third act and it's, you know, action packed and great. It's not a Tarantino film without his, you know, short scene of just un, uh, yeah, you know, unpredictable mass violence. So overdone with just blood everywhere, you know, a, a little bit of comedy in it. It was beautiful. You know, it's, it, it goes on his trend of movies with like historical, how do I say this with some historical background, but a different ending to it, you know, like he, he likes that like fake, fake Hollywood, like that uh, imaginative, like what if it's the yeah. same with Watchmen, like what if we didn't win world war two or whatever, you right. know, whatever the movie. Yeah, exactly. You know, you have like your inglorious bastards, you have your Django unchained and now you're getting, you know, once upon a time in Hollywood and, you know, it shows you this for those, you know, you, those of you who aren't really caught up with like past events, you know, the whole Manson murders and, you know, I'm the devil sent here to do the devil's work. Like that was crazy. And, you know, Sharon Tate and it just kind of all comes together. You know, a lot of facts in this movie, like you see the phasing out of old Hollywood, you see Spawn's ranch where the Manson family actually lived. And, you know, you just get this whole coming together. You, you get kind of like the, the dumb blonde and Margot Robbie Sharon Tate, you know, going to see herself in her own movie, you know, in a non-braggy but ditzy kind of way. It was, yeah. it was great. You know, I really, I really loved how he put it together. It's, it's up there for one of my favorite Tarantino films, probably top four, top five, maybe cool. even top three if I really break it down. But uh, it was a, it was a great watch. That is for sure my movie of the year. I, I'm excited for his tenth and final film. I've heard some rumors could be Kill Bill three. Who really knows? But I loved it. Daniel, I turn the table to you now. Yeah, two things. One, we believe that this is, I don't know why this is also confusing, but Kill Bill, I think Tarantino considers all of them as one movie. Volume one, two, and three. So he's going to come out with Kill Bill Volume three. Consider that still not as, not a new movie. So he he will still be able to produce number 10. Yes. That's what I believe will happen. Two, Margot Robbie as Sharon Tate does not get enough respect, didn't have a lot of speaking lines, but she didn't need to for her role and she did a really good job with it. I totally 100%. She played, you know, I would, I would even go as far as to call her a supporting, supporting actor. You know, you got your Leo, then you got your Brad Pitt and then you have your Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. And she kind of, she sets up the story just as much as the rest of them. You know, the whole time Absolutely. you think she's about to get axed. She, I mean, she acted so well, even though she didn't have that much dialogue, like it almost came to a point where like you're, she was asking for what was going to happen to her. Not actually, you know, I don't believe that it's a pretty messed up thing to say, but like yeah, yeah. you get the point of view, you know, you send these Manson guys out to kill this, you know, beautiful Hollywood actress that's, you know, so caught up in her own head. And yeah, it was a beautiful story. Cool. Al Pacino, uh, Kurt Russell. Woo. Yeah. Uh, good, good. Number one. It definitely, it's a good movie, but does not uh, top my top two. My one, you also already did it, but uh, I have some more thoughts on it for sure because my top movie of the year, uh, that's Jojo Rabbit. 
I I fell in love with this movie. I don't know what it was, but like the idea that Taika could make this satire about World War II, a kid in Hitler youth finding a Jewish girl, his mom signed a Jewish girl in his house. It was like just the idea behind the movie was very, very cool. And then he hit everything, everything on the nose. So it's a satire. The comedy was very the comedy is very good. Yet you fall in love with these characters and they're put in very, very, very serious real life situations. And like you just I don't know. And then it's like you get that action with the satire and the real, real situations, like you fall in love with it. Like you just get super locked in. Um some of the imagery was really good with Scarlett Johansson um and jojo what they did with her shoes i think that was very well done yeah. the music was very well done and i think the final scene in this movie how it ends um the final act's very good but the final scene itself is was like very oh, moving it was very moving like you're emotional in this movie after you just laughed at a hitler joke talking about a unicorn and then the next scene the city's getting bombed because it's world yeah. war ii like it was very very boom boom where are you at it killed it. The movie was really perfect. Totally. Um, yeah, and I really, really was fond of that last scene. Like the way the movie ended, just kind of made it my number one. It made me. It made you want to cry almost. It was yes. like Jojo Bexler. <laughs> and also, let me talk about Yorkie, yeah. uh, played by Archie Yates. Yeah. Yorkie is Jojo's best friend, and he is the cutest little fat kid ever. Is I can't <laughs> see the jo- No, like this is the most intense scene in the movie. It's like an actual like war, like a fight. Like these kids are in the fight. It's intense, you know. It's it seems like it's saving Private Ryan. Like yeah. it's really intense. It's real. And then he's just like, I can't seem to die, Jojo. He's, he's just, just dodging bullets, and bombs <laughs> are blowing up all over the place. It is um, hilarious. A little little touch on Archie Yates. He will be playing the new main character in the Home Alone reboot on Disney Plus. So Woo! boom, boom, let's go. Yeah. Uh, but Jojo Rabbit's my number one for the. Right on. So, Good year for movies for me. I, yes. I really like these these five movies. They were all awesome. 2019 was amazing. Yeah. And 2020 started off with my first movie in theaters was 17. And <sighs> can't, it's going to be hard to beat that one. It is. It is indeed. Okay. Um, so since we've been gone for a while and we got a lot. Well, I'm still burping from the Euro. We got a lot planned ahead. Um, this next segment, I believe it is uno, dos, tres, cuatro. Cinco? Yeah. Can you, can you, know, wait, can might, you get the five be... in French? Wait, get the five in French. I can't. Una, dua, uh, trei, uh, four, and uh, fifth. Here's the thing, though. I think when we did intro, we didn't call that segment one. Like, this might be segment full here. Okay, so. It's... But, like, it, it is the oh. fifth, but. Well, uh, yeah, because we have YouTube yeah. stream Wallace and Gromit top five movies. That's four. Here, hang on. I got something great for you. Keep talking. What do you, okay. Well, I guess what I can talk about. Well, first, make sure to follow us on Twitter. Um, if you're still listening, don't follow us yet. At WRYWPod. What are you watching, Pod? Um, I've been tweeting a lot on there. A lot of good content, good news. Um, our YouTube channel of the week. All that stuff will be uh, tweeted through there. I'll be doing Bachelor coverage through there. Um, I did a movie review, a little quick insert on 1917 like a lot of good stuff will be coming through the twitter give us a follow for sure because sponsored by ramble ramble creation yes still sponsored by ramble correct okay um un deux trois quatre cinq cinq 
I think it's like cat. Undrak. Wait, see it one more time. I'm looking at it right now. Do un, it one more time. Un, deux, trois, trois. Okay, un, deux, trois, quatre, and cinq. Cat. 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 All right, cat segment. Okay. Cat. Um, okay. Cat. So this is just what cat. to expect in the future for our deux, 2020 slate. Trois, All right, deux, we're done with the French. We're done with the French. Deux, trois, quatre, quinze. Says the only time up, I, the only time I'll talk you, in French is when we say, "Hunter, you okay. have to stop. You got to stop okay. the French." Yep. Enough French. That's the last time we. The only time we can talk in French is when we do the. We say "Au revoir, Shoshana." Au revoir, Shoshana, or maybe some "Merci beaucoup." Or crepe, uh, or crepe with some creme with the crepe. Yeah, like uh, oh, the, the crepe soup was the little, the little waffles. So yeah, just say I would like to have little American pancakes. <laughs> Au revoir, Shoshana. I think we said that in every podcast. Um, all right, what to expect in the future? So this one's up for grabs. Um, we're in between two things right now. But since Mandalorian and Watchmen are done and we like to follow a show with everyone, uh, we had planned on watching Avenue 5 on HBO with Josh Gad um, from the creators of Veep starting January 19th. Um, so as of right now, we will start watching that show. Um, but it looks like it's not doing too it well might critically. Suck. It, it might will, suck. Yes. Um, so we might be following the new Pope. While this isn't the first season, um, we'll be do- following it for people who are already watching the young Pope. Correct? What's that streaming Correct. on again? Yeah. Netflix? HBO. 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 HBO for you. Jude Law? Yes. John Malkovich. But don't look at it like season one and season two. It's kind of two mini series that are Correct. connected. Okay. So the, the new Pope's out right now. The first episode already came out. Yes, the first episode came out this Monday, the 13th. Okay, so looks like we're probably going to maybe start on episode 2 or episode 3 with that. Okay. And then we're going to start from episode 1 of Avenue 5. If it sucks on the first episode, we will drop it. Yep, we'll we're out. It. Sorry, Josh Gad. I love you as Olaf. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's going to Beauty and the Beast. Okay, don't... Yes, he's a great... What's his name? Uh, Beauty and the Beast. What's his little sidekick's name? I'm trying to think. There's, uh... God, I can't even think of any of the characters' name. Gusto, or no? That moves like Gaston. Gaston is his name. Gaston, Gaston and uh, he's he's gay in it, isn't he? I I don't think he's gay. I, I it could be subtle. It could be subtle. I think it's a soft gay. Sure. Okay. It could be very much a soft gay. I, you know what? I don't. Play, it could be. <laughs> All um, right. Um. Well, Hunter looks yeah. that up. Okay. You want? You got it, or what? Keep, keep, keep talking. Keep talking. I was going to carry on. All right. Also, we will be trying to do one movie um, somewhere. So all our reviews will be streamable, if not in theaters. So our one movie review of the week will be something like 1917, uh, Theaters Now, or something like Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Were Rabbit, where you can Le see Fou. Le Fou. Le, Le Fou. Fou. And they call him Le Fou. You know, Le Fou. Yep. Le Fou. Okay. Gotcha. Thank right. you. Yep. Um, so our movies will be something that you can stream, HBO, Disney, Netflix, Apple TV, whatever it is. Um, something in stream or something in theaters so stay tuned for about one movie review a week because once again we're not a movie podcast um we're all media yeah we like to cover all the different aspects of uh, the media realm correct um okay and then may 1st um so way later we're going to be covering westworld season three which we were very excited for yeah Um, i know a lot of our fans are too paul anthony hopkins yes sir very big news and then also, 
Uh, I, I just talked to Hunter about this. I'm not sure if he's fully in. As we follow The Bachelor this year, we will also be watching Survivor, uh, the 40th season, with 20 winners coming back on February 12th is the first episode. So I've always loved Survivor. Um, I haven't watched the past few years. It's been a little off. I'm a little busy, and it's a little weird, a little janky. But the 40th season with 20 winners coming back, it, it, it has to be something legendary. We got Tony, Boston Rob, Sandra, Parvati, um, just to name a few. And they're like absolute legends. So this season could really, really, really yeah, suck. Yeah, Parvati. Parvati. I feel like you don't, know, you don't know what you're talking about. No, nope, not even a clue. Would you are you gonna watch this season? Are you interested? I'll tune in. I'll tune in. Okay. Right, we'll we'll figure it out. Um definitely follow us on Twitter, please. What are you watching, Pod? Um trying to grow there. Seriously, like posting fuck, a lot of content. Fucking follow follow us on Twitter. Like re- really do it. Because you know, maybe you want to vote on a poll, maybe you want a certain movie review. We'll put that out there. We- slide in our DMs. Treat us like your old high school X slam piece. You know, <laughs> slide in there. We'll maybe reply, maybe we won't, but probably we will because we're not famous or popular whatsoever. Give us a little, give us a little call to action, you know, ring the war bells. Let's get dancing. Correct. Correct. I like that. You know, let's get the people involved. Um, Boom, bop, pow. I'm going to hop back on YouTube tonight. Uh, I probably plan on watching. Sort of succession. But that's what I got planned for the rest of the night. What do you got? What are you doing tonight? I'm getting wasted. Oh, for sure. Chocolate wasted. Chocolate wasted, of course. Fresh off uh, grown ups. Definitely going to get chocolate wasted after this podcast. I'm going to shower, and then I got a nice Reese cup egg sitting in my fridge. Oh, that's a good I save. Like, I like to keep it cold, so I'm going to absolutely pound that. And then I'm going to start taking little Reese's pieces one at a time. Just boom, 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 boom. See where the night takes us. So let me let me endorse myself. Um, I am also starting my YouTube channel. Um, I am making my first. I have videos on there, but uh, you know what? I'm going to start trying to be a YouTuber. Uh, I'm not going to be a fucking loser like most of the people on YouTube or some of them. I'm going to try not to get too involved into it. Um, it, it might consume me and it, I might I might get stuck into it. But um, I got a lot going on in my life. So, you know, I'm going to try to tell the fans what's going on, show them what's up. So subscribe to the YouTube. Um, and then, yeah, I think I just might have pooped my pants a little bit. Sure. I'm gonna be, uh, I'm, no, I'm going to be completely honest. We might have to. It's fine. Okay, yep. Uh, his YouTube channel is Danny the Wine Man. Danny the Wine Man. Definitely give it a shot. It's got some pretty good right. videos. If you love lightsabers and shit and music festivals and Europe, check it out. Yeah, I'm going to be like more of those like YouTubers like sitting at my desk be like, today I'm going to be trying the four like, worst foods from what's McDonald's. What's you guys? Danny the Wine Man out here. January 23rd. Let's get popping. Cool little intro. Some dubstepy music. Couple cutaways. Then he's like, then he like jumps into frame and like the whole thing changes. Like, I'm back, guys. Like, let's go to the chocolate factory. Yep. I'm way better than Colin and Samir. But they, they have great content. So give and them a Good for them. Listen. And we're not knocking them, but you know, he's way better than them. <laughs> All right, honey, you ready to wrap this puppy up? Yeah, let's do this, bitch. All right. Oh, wait, I forgot to look up a quote. Wait, I, I think I had a quote from last time that didn't work, Use and it, it was Use a Marilyn Monroe. I will. Okay, a few seconds, sir. Here it comes. Here it comes. Stay, don't don't just leave yet. No, everyone needs, like, you can't leave before the quote, right? Yeah, if you've made it this far, you stay for the quote. Because if, if you want your day to be better, this quote will do it for you. I think it's like I can't find it, but it's like I'd rather be no. All right, you 
Oh no, do yours. You can just just try it. Just just mouth it. Just you know, do do the best you can to remember it from weeks okay. ago. Okay, I was like, I I think I'd rather be um insane than insanely boring or something. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah. it was something around there, but like it, it hit home. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm I'm touched over here. I'm I'm already tearing up. Are you? I might just go and be insane. I might just go scream. I, I'm, okay, I well, think I'm gonna take. I'm gonna I'm take my like, shirt off. I'm on literally. I'm on GoodHousekeeping.com. Twenty-seven of Marilyn Monroe's best quotes. Well, hurry up. You got a couple. No, seconds. no, no. I'm good. I'm good. Oh, I, okay. It's over now. All right. Well, you have to sign off. Oh, Danny the Wine Man signing out. Thank you for listening. Episode seven. Happy to be back, guys. All right, uh, Hunter the Consumer signing off. Happy to be back. And as always, you can't eat your pudding unless you eat your meat. All right, thanks again, fellas. I can't find the quote. So now I'm just going to hang on good housekeeping for the rest of the night. Deuces. Deuces.